What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for same race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. And Zach Bailey from Channel 9, rugby league reporter, sports reporter extraordinaire. Zachary, hello, mate. Hello, Adam. Does anyone call you Zachary? Mum? No. No No one? It's always been Zach. Yeah, and I'm Zach on the birth certificate, so not even my parents. So that would be stupid. Yeah, why would they call him Zachary when his name's Zach? I don't know, Nicholas. Yeah, see I just thought it might be a possibility. There's not many people in life that get away with that. What, Nicholas? Mm, not many. Why don't you like Nicholas? You're a golfer? Not many. Anyway. Uh, mate, last night, take us through what the hell happened post-game. And I know it, it's, you know, it falls under the, the realm of media talking about what happened to the media, which happens all the time in Melbourne with their AFL reportage. But it was pretty wild, wasn't it? It was pretty it was, different. It was just bizarre. Post-game. Yeah. So basically after, after the game, you have to wait for both coaches to front the media in uh, the media room and Manly have like a small room under their grandstand, uh, not under their new grandstand, but under their old grandstand. Yeah. So it's quite a small little room. Mm. But when Desi... Is that an oversight? Let's build a new grand and let's just... Surely they could have put well, it they put the well, They put the gym in the, uh, the new one. But the weekly press conferences are uh, in the new grandstand, mm. but not the ones after the match because they're right near the sheds. Anyway, so when Desi and Daly went to front the media, a positive rat test was found in that room. Who now, found it? Uh, the media manager Wayne Cousins. Wayne Cousins. Cousins. Sure, why didn't he just? I don't know whether I don't know whether it was planted or not. Uh, Ooh. Ooh, conspiracy! Ooh. Who knows? Conspiracy no, no. Theory. But then, and then as a result of that, uh, Des fronted up, but Daly didn't. Because Mark, you were saying Des had COVID recently, so maybe he's, he he's just, just feels impregnable. Well, maybe he thought, like the maybe thought our season's over. We've had a couple of rough weeks here. I want a week off. I want a week off. Then no one could talk about my contract or rainbow jerseys. Rubbing it all over his face. <laughs> I thought Desi would have been the one that would have shot away, to be honest. Same. Yeah. Knowing him. But anyway, so then he fronted up. Uh, hats off to Desi. And then uh, I was actually standing at the back of the tunnel and then there was the grand manager of the NRL. They had Wayne Cousins there. Uh, the Manly Manny manager. They had Josh Drayton there, the head of communications there for the Eels. And then Brad Arthur came out. They explained the whole situation. And he said, F that. I don't want COVID. I'm not going in that room. Okay. So then they moved the uh, Parramatta sponsorship board outside. Outside the they, toilets. Outside the toilets of Brookie. <laughs> and they did it outside in fresh air at a safety. No flashing for five minutes, please. We've got a press conference. And then all the para players didn't want to talk. They didn't want to talk because they didn't know whether one of the journalists had the positive rat test or not, but yep. they all didn't. So we don't know where it came from. That is the biggest story right now in rugby league. Oh, well, who planted the who double liner? did it? Who'd done it? Yeah. Anyway. You can ask the first question on the rundown. Cameron Smith. You got a rundown. Greg Alexander. No. Yeah, we do. Look at that. How good. Lots of information there. Producer Mark's all over it. He's, he's still three under par. Um, Gibbo's away well. this week. In the back nine as well now, mate. And you're still a three under. Don't do a Nick Davis and <laughs> bomb it and end up five over. Uh, what do you make of this whole Melbourne, and it came out of this studio. Mm. So Greg Alexander, they invented the hip drop. They invented the chicken wing, the rolling pin, all of those ones. It's Melbourne have a history of this. Cameron Smith, which is his right, says, what is he talking about? We didn't invent all those things. I never saw Brandy at a, 
at a um, at a Melbourne Storm training session. He doesn't know what we did. Where does the truth lie in all of this? Where, <laughs> does it really matter as well? There's many people in rugby league talking about it. Probably doesn't matter, but it's the juicy fact that Melbourne always get pinned with these new tackles that come out. Like Brandy's right, over the last decade or even longer, uh, Melbourne have been the best wrestlers in the game. Mm -hmm. And as part of that, I guess, whenever these tackles come through, and, and there have been examples of Melbourne players that have been charged with all these types of tackles in the past. And that's, that's where Brandy's going to go with it. I, I think it's easy to just go, Melbourne invented it all. Mm. But there's no doubt they've been the best wrestlers. And I guess as a result of that and some of their players being charged with these offences, that they're tied together and it becomes a juicy story in rugby league. And Melbourne, the thing is, obviously anyone involved with Melbourne will defend their club and everything that they stand for. And they arc up about it big style. They're yeah, over it. And, and it's every, it's, it's almost every year around this time, like leading into the finals, normally <laughs> until, I think Brandy's gone off two or three weeks early, Yeah, yeah. but it always, it always comes up. So, and it, yeah, like, Cam sticking up for Melbourne, as he say. Brandy <coughs> making a fair point that, like, as I said, Melbourne players have been charged for these. Interestingly, overnight, all this morning, Brandon Smith's been fined for his hit drop on Tino Fasul Ma'alawi last night. Okay. Only fined, so he's escaped suspension. Because the key word there and all of that was best. They're the best at it, mm. but not the only ones doing it. Plenty of other teams do it. They don't do it as well. But the, the hip drop's a new one that's mm. all of a sudden being suspended for, like I mentioned before with Nick. The big thing with rugby league tackling technique, from what I can understand in two plus, in, in tackles which involve two plus defenders, is you, you're trying to break the posture of the player that's standing in the tackle. Yep. So then you, you hit <laughs> you hit around the midriff and then all of a sudden you slide down because you might just bounce off or, or whatever and then it becomes a problem from there. I don't know how they eradicate it. Well, as we know, like growing up playing footy, it was always one low around the hips. And then if someone comes in high, like we didn't care. Like if someone fell over your shoulder and you were on the mm. bottom, everyone would still applaud that as a good tackle. You, you just get the just, grass cutting legs. But like tackle. a beaver tackle or what it, like Steve Menzies, like if you got someone to the ground, mm. that's like in junior footy or whatever, that's how it's taught, how it was taught. But as you said now, it's all about going high, and it's not a, just about going high because I've spoken to players about this, but it's about going high. Nick, you might know more involved with the Roosters, but you, they Tackling, go high. Listen, listen, <laughs> so let me stop you right there. If I made contact with anyone, I was applauded. <laughs> we, we know about your illustrious and nines, nines career. career. I got it right out of the way. I think but I no, tried to interview you afterwards, and you go get out of, get out of my face. Um, yeah, you just don't want to be left behind. Like you, the good legs tackle. If you get left behind at marker and you're stuck with one marker, the set gets rolling against you, and you can't yeah. stop that. But but back in the day, it was about getting the the guy to the ground as fast as possible. But now it's mm. all about slowing them yeah. down. So it's not only about making contact up up the top. Mm. A lot of it is holding them up, mm. waiting for your defensive line to get back. Then that's yep. when those two guys are holding them up. Right, boys, they have a call. Let's get them to the ground. And that's when it becomes dangerous because whether it's a cannonball or the hip drop, yep. anyone that goes low, it's just. That, they're like a sitting duck a lot of the time. We'll say about Melbourne that they're the best team, and especially when Cameron Smith was playing, absolute freaks of taking it. To, we speak about split seconds from the ref saying held to get up and all of that, always taking it to the point of just getting off before the whistle goes in the mouth. Yep. For, Cameron Smith was an absolute freak at it. Yeah. Like no one grade the rules like he did and like fair play to him because he – I won't say he got away with it, but he was good enough to be able to have the awareness to 
do what he did and he annoyed a hell of a lot of people, especially in New South Wales, for the way he went about it. Just on the hip drop, I mean, there was a lot of talk after the Patrick Carrigan case last week. I think it's four weeks is probably right, maybe minimum. I thought he was facing maybe six weeks. If Jackson Hastings gets up, and uh, it's an if, what happens? Maybe it's two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But But the hip drop is not – it's a move to slow – it's not an intentional – Maiming to, to device. No, but the the difference. But there was an incident last week with Will Kennedy. So yeah, he, he's out now for eight weeks, six eight weeks. Yeah. Maybe his season is over. But I think it was Junior Totola. Like Will Kennedy was ahead of him, and he's gone from behind. Yeah, and just dragged him back. Like that happens last night. Absolutely. Brandon Smith. Like Tino was ahead of him. It's a slippery surface. Yep. So I'm happy with the fine. It wasn't two yeah. players holding. Up Jackson Hastings, yeah. and then Patrick Carrigan has pulled yeah. him backwards. Because they've ended up in the position of a hit, like, not intentionally, but yeah. they're just they're trying to hang on. Yeah. It, it's, yeah. It's, it's not like every time a player does an ankle, you've got to see whether, the, you know, oh, that player's going to get five The weeks, crusher so. tackle ended up a bit like this. Because the, the original crusher was get, like, the gap between you and the player, and then you just, yeah. and now they just, they find themselves because they back and spin into it. They find themselves into that position now. And it's a crusher. It's not yeah. written. It's mm. uh, too many. Like, it happens in AFL as well. You try and put rules in to mitigate all these things, and it just goes down another another path. Uh, today, you were out at Panthers training this week. Did you get a run yep. at the six or seven? No, but Ivan Cleary. Were they doing hip drops? Ivan Cleary <laughs> joked and said he, he was going to offer Peter Wallace a $1 contract for the rest of the year. <laughs> exactly. Uh, they're pretty short. So, Jamin Salmon's been named there, mm. but Kurt Falls is still in the in the 21. He's coming off an ankle injury. Now I thought earlier in the week that Kurt Falls might play there today, but if he does play, they've got Mitch Kenny and Sunir Taruba who are two small bodies essentially on a, on the bench. So I don't know if they can carry a third small body in Jamin Salmon on the bench. So they might run out as is. Mm. But I, th- I, th- I think the Raiders, Xavier Savage is out, but I think the Raiders are a, a fair chance this afternoon. They'd like their chance and they're on a bit of a run. So yeah. that'll be a beauty. Just down with there, the Penis, everyone's talking about the freshness of, Cleary and Luai when they come back. Mm. I'm worried about the non-freshness of... Yeah, you said that. Isaiah Yo. Isaiah Yo and these guys having to... Happy and... Having to cut the, the team for four or five weeks. and then Yo in particular. Final. Yo yeah. in particular. He's going to touch the ball more than... He does anyway. Yeah. Like, it's going to be ridiculous how and much I, work he's going to have to do and see, in this next bit. And the thing is, Nathan's suspended. So he like he's fit. He can train yeah. as much. But like Jerome Luai is essentially with a MCL. is off his feet for three to four weeks. Yep. Mm. Like properly off his feet. Oh, he'd be hating life. He'd be yeah. on the grinder. It would just be gross. Rower, grinder. <laughs> he gross. might come back, you know, with his big <laughs> upper body or whatever. <laughs> it's a bit too heavy. But... <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, and also, a nice story out of Cronulla as well. Just the second player in two, or the second player in two weeks to become a third generation player for the one club. So, grandfather John, dad Adam, mm. Cade Dykes, yeah. about to make his debut for Cronulla. Well, Craig Fitzgibbon said yesterday that his form is just in New South Wales Cup has basically just been way too good to ignore. So we had Lockie Miller debut earlier this year. Yeah, He's and played former, really well. And played really well yeah. up against the Titans. And yeah, seventh Everyone player. thought you know, he'd be the absolute shoe in this week. But it's a great story, as you mentioned. So it was uh, Manly last week with Zach Fulton, his dad Scott, and then Bozo, Bob Fulton, the Manly great. So it's only happened twice in history, in the yeah. game's history. Two weeks in a row. And it's happened two weeks Back to back. Is JWH going to be yeah. waiting for Dykes Adam like Dykes. he was for Fulton? Just a little message to uh, <laughs> Kay Dykes. 
don't find the angriest person on the other team and upset him. And antagonise. Don't go for Josh Maguire. <laughs> yes. And stay away from his forearms. Exactly. What's on today, Jack, for you? Just uh, yes, I spoke to uh, Jake Arthur last night, Dylan Brown, Clint Gutherson, Ruben Garrick. So packaging all that up uh, for Nine News tonight. So a very defeated manly mob. But uh, Jake gone, Arthur, they? I think they're, they're, yeah. they're just Jake they're Arthur, how is he? Because he's copped well, it. Yeah, he has copped it. He didn't want to go into that. But the, yeah. look, just interviewing him, he's still a teenager. So, yeah. like, he's still so raw. I'm like, this is pretty like, – the one moment that was great after the match that uh, we captured was Mitch Moses coming straight up to him on the sideline and giving him a massive yeah. hug. Yeah. And and Jake Arthur's smile just set it off. Yeah, so, yep. Zach, thank you, mate. Appreciate your time this morning. Thanks for having me. Catch you soon. We're off to a quick break. We're going to talk the Swans after the break with Nick Davis. He's going to delve into uh, – some detailed analysis of the Sydney Swans. <laughs> best start. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.